we're back. We're ready to start the episode. And even though Tetsu is basically dead, we're gonna start in Absalom Station. Oh, you tease. Because <laughs> I like to do that. So, Dr. Lin. Yeah. Zeha. Between y'all, what is going on in these, at the very least, one week, two weeks that you have, like, with Tetsu and everyone else traveling through the drift? Certainly. Uh, Dr. Len, why don't you, why don't you, I'm sorry, Len, why don't you start? Um, that was actually very rude, and I resent that. <laughs> um, Len is going to, uh, Zeha had clued him in on that, like, storage crate thing that might be, like, a yes. good... yes. All right, so she kind of like gave the rundown, like, "Look, this is a personal pulled strings kind of deal, and if we go this route, you know, just remember that." But that's like the most that she would really say about that. Um, and I guess he'd look into that to see if it looks like it will be safe if he thinks he can move stuff in and out of that without being seen for the most part. Yeah, could I actually like initially just assist with like a? If this is a storage facility slash unit, like, you know, are there cameras a lot of the times? And, and what's the status there? Yep. There's uh, usually no cameras. Uh, there is, like, one guard that basically stands guard at the entrance of the entire facility. Uh, and, yeah, even the entrance to the facility isn't that, what am I trying to say? Like, that, that scene, that populated uh, especially if it was like at night or something, it'd be pretty pretty sparse. Uh, the big thing would be that the guard checks any anything coming in and out of the facility. Uh, basically, like I said, this android had used it as a sleeping place for a while, like just a roof over the head, and the android was the only thing that came in and out. So, like, it's not like it got checked, kind of thing. Right? Is there like um? I think we were talked about last time, like the concern about like smells like and things like that like as you're producing drugs is there some sort of like either like ventilation or something that we can uh, implement to ensure uh not not majorly no uh no major in uh ventilation or anything what you could do is dr lynn i would say dr lynn knows plenty of stuff to uh like when he's mixing chemicals to keep this keep the smell down as where it's like as well as like wear mask and stuff and i'll say that's probably included in the in the price that he's been quoted so i actually master. actually have one of these air fresheners it's like a pine tree and it's it's <laughs> really it says it's extra strength <laughs> It's actually just this, like, instead of, like, that pine tree that you hang, it's, like, a little, like, nebula yeah. galaxy. <laughs> and it just smells like awesome. the drift. <laughs> it's got fresh space. eyes on it, just because. Um, kind and of. Instead of, like, fresh, instead of, like, fresh pine or whatever, it's just, like, fresh space or open space or something. <laughs> yeah. Like. Endless void. Do I get the, maybe from, like, observing for a little bit or something, do I get the feeling this guard checks stuff, like, thoroughly or just gives it, like, a glance? And uh, for the most part, you'd think just gives it a glance until they would see like something odd, basically. Like, it's something like they, you've seen all the storage facilities in here. Like, they probably check 20 to 50 packages coming in a day. So, like, if they don't see anything odd, they're like, all right, box, gotcha. Like, that kind of stuff. Hmm. All right. So, I'm thinking this might be a really bad idea unless. Like we can bribe the guard or something. Uh, at that, that Zeha is sort of like no longer, like, 
she would at most sort like come with you to scope it out the one time and like make you the connection to it, and then it's kind of your decision. Uh, and waffles remind me the other options are like a really sketchy place that's cheaper and a like more stable place that's more expensive. Basically, I think yeah. technically this is the cheapest, even even more than the sketchy place. Yeah, this one was cheaper than the sketchy place because it's just a storage facility. Like there's no, you're not like working in like a proper room with a door or anything. Like you're you're pulling a garage door down or leaving it open, whatever you want to do. Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness, that's it's a... it's like not ideal unless you like build a false wall. So like you open the front <laughs> of the storage and then it's like oh nothing to see here, and then you go in deeper. Yeah, which like I'm not gonna make you go super into it dr land but i'm gonna say like with the amount of money that you're the amount of credits that you're like putting into and what you know about like being a doctor and stuff you can deck you can definitely like dexter up the place and like <laughs> bi- build a build a false wall here you got an entrance to the side there's a zipper on this piece of plastic etc cetera, etc cetera. like i did that stuff for a living so i know you could for sure or dr what? hey i i sprayed bathtubs for a living i had to keep all the smells in <laughs> that is not what you said <laughs> that's exactly slight, what slight difference yeah. slight. No, no, no. context is everything hmm. okay so i what's the price difference between the like normal the like sketchy place and the non-sketchy place that isn't the storage unit just because i really don't want to have to go through this garden uh, the sketchy place would be 800 up front. This place was going to be 600 up front. And the the non-sketchy place was going to be like 1300 up front. That's basically you renting out this place, like all these places for a month. Because that's it. You're basically like leasing it. Okay. Oh, that's right. The funny stinger thing. Uh, could we look into... <laughs> uh, could we look into selling that beforehand, have... actually? Deshis, owner of storage facility, 70 per month. Oh, 70 per month? There you go. Well, then this one would be 70 per month. Oh my goodness. Take notes, folks. Mm. (laughs) Notes of the lifeblood of any campaign. So I would say, with this one being 70 per month, so like all those upfronts were like including your drugs and stuff. Uh, So with this one only being 70 per month, I would say that you'd, you'd be 400 upfront. Oh, that's a really good deal. It's like half price, basically. Uh, as far as the stinger goes, I know you're asking about that. You can definitely look into selling it. Uh, y'all were looking into like finding a special procurer of it, which is why it hasn't been sold yet. And then no one went down that route. So you know you could get rid of it for like 100 credits. But if you were looking for someone who is actually interested in it, it might be upwards of... 300 or something. I don't know. Sets is raising his hand. He probably has a price on it. Uh, well, I don't have a price, but uh, like similar things for like KFAX armor and things like that actually goes in the like thousands of credits, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, what, what, I wanted to, what I wanted to say was I did go down the route of procuring the special materials person that should be coming yeah. that first week. Reaching that, out to the Starfinder. That, that they could oh, they said yeah, that it would be this week? Yeah, that's two yeah. weeks. If if Eisen would like have message they have or anything and just let her yeah. let her know that yeah, then like, then I could do that. That was very okay. obvious. I had a very public meeting with Arvin, so yeah, that's yeah, not perfect. Yeah. For sure. Uh do you want to meet this person, Zeha? If I have time. <laughs> uh I have priorities, don't you know? Sure, sure. Uh yeah, I'll say I'll say you have time one day. Uh you you meet this uh we're gonna say this purple skinned Lashenta that Damn like us. dressed up all dressed dressed to the nines, all up in a suit and everything, kinda comes in and 
Uh, just really quick speed running it. Basically, very haughty personality, but knows what everyone's looking for. Probably oh, some... I'm, I'm haughty right back. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, he, it does not seem to bother him at all. Uh, just par for the course. Uh, quick small talk. Understands that Ivan's not going to be there. And says that, well, I'm just have to meet another time. I'm busy. Oh, I can do the transaction in his place for now. For the the special uh, ore as well? Oh, uh, no, I have no idea what that is. You can deal with that with him. <laughs> Which is what I was speaking of. Okay, now, your transaction, actually. <laughs> she, she takes it in stride. She does not care. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, I will... Um, diplomacy the hell out of whatever I can to get a get a higher price you know tell tell the fancy story say like the drama say how like incredibly huge this particular monster was that it was like the alpha of the pack and all this other stuff and like sure, really sure. just say this is special yeah give me that diplomacy uh is it, I'm gonna do well is this no this is not uh gathering information no. so it would be actual diplomacy not culture, yeah right? you're trying to change his mood on something yeah fair enough <laughs> All right, diplomacy. Ah, there 27. You go. 27. It's not Pathfinder, it's Starfinder. <laughs> All right, while you're, while you're diplomatizing, he is kind of looking over the stinger the whole time, get the sense that he's really appraising it. He looks at it for a second, he goes, I'll give you 500. I mean, is that like... You think he's undercutting you a little bit? I raise my eyebrow at him. So, yes. I'm sure you can appreciate the value of such a thing accurately. 800. He like peers at it for a second. Let's do, I think 600. The story was nice. I can sell it with the story to a museum or something. You want a picture with me on it? I'll, I'll hold it up. That'll easily add to the value. <laughs> he, looks you up and down real, he looks you up and down real quick. No. <laughs> that cuts deep. <laughs> Did you say 500 originally and then 600? Yeah, and you said 8. Got it. Um, sure. <laughs> she, she like realizes at that point, like, she just, this is not worth her time, so. <laughs> sure. He gets all your information, starts to transfer the credits. Once they, once they appear in your account, you see him, uh, basically, he, like, pats it for a second, says, just leave it here. I'll have someone come pick it up. He begins to walk out, kind of glances back with a little wry smile and says, I would have went seven. My time is worth more. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks out. All right. Um, so yeah, now, now. yeah, 600 credits for that. Gorgeous. Um, I will just transfer those 600 directly to uh, Dr. Lin at that point. Okay. Hoo-wee. You're rich. <laughs> I thought for a second uh, you were going to skim some off the top and be like, 300 for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I only got 300, I'm so sorry. Consultancy, uh, commission. I'll, I'll mention it to the group, though, like in, in the group chat, which I'm sure that those in the drift will not get for a long time. I'll just kind of keep record saying, like, we've got 600 for it that are going for now for Dr. Leiden's uh, uh, initiatives. <laughs> for sure. All right. All right. So. In the matter of these few weeks, it begins firstly for Zeha with research. Um, she's going to take her time on a secure computer and just probably for a good day, maybe two, 
over the course of the full day, just really do a lot of research. Sure. Give me a 1d6. Sorry. Give me a 1d4 plus one. Uh, this is how long it's going to take you. Okay. So five days. You realize, and I'll tell you, like you realize that the, like the second day, like it's taken a while to get the kind of information that you want. So I'll let you stop whenever you want within those five days and you're going to get less on each person. Or you can just spend the whole five days because you have the time. And it's basically like taking 20 and you'll get everything I've written. Up. Um, do I have time to do this along with uh, going to school? Uh, I would say so. Yeah. I mean, going to school is not a super full day. And like, it's not like you can spend eight hours a day on a computer either just researching people. Like, this is just over the course of five days with normal activities as well. And I would say school is a normal activity. Perfect. So yeah, let's let's do that. I will, um, I'll take my time, do the research uh, while going to the. Oh God, I'm not gonna remember the name of this place. Arcana Miriam. Arcana Miriam. Thank you. Um, while finally, finally attending the Arcana Miriam. Um, I'm just. We don't have to go into it, but I'm kind of curious, like what the Arcana Miriam's like teaching me. Sure. Uh, the Arcana Miriam is. A lot of what you were already taught, it just seems more specific and more one-on-one training. It's kind of like what you were taught as a technomancer coming up. Uh, it is sure. very magic exists in the world, technology exists in the world. Uh, like the best way, the best way that I've kind of compared it in my head, my head is like a real life version of like religion meets science, almost like it's literally like magic meets technology. And they're like, sure. they're like magical energies do this in the air technological energies produce these electronic signatures if you combine them like this then an explosion happens like interesting okay um as i as i relearn those those foundationals um i go through one by one the ramsem 10 members and i investigate who they are outside of the adari um, and I tried to identify which one is the likeliest to have uh, any ties or connections with the Starfinder Society. Um, those tra- kind of not just tracking their interests and um, trips outside of the Adari, but also, you know, relatives, connections, uh, incentives, all of those types of things to try to just determine what's going on. Um, and this is kind of coming from Zeha realizing that like as she grew up and and trained in the Ramsam 10 it was very much like this is a given and your focus is elsewhere your focus is on your training your focus is on your study and she's never had that outside moment to like look in for sure uh all right so i got a bunch of stuff written up here it's gonna be mm-hmm. an info dump uh i'll go ahead and tell you i'm not gonna come out and say this person it's most likely uh that's for you to decide based on all this information um, as far as the stuff with like relatives and possible motives, you might get some of those. You might not. Uh, those are the harder things to find. Of like, Absolutely. this person has had a motive for the past ten years, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, you mean that's not just like on Google? That's not like Google's top search answer? No, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, fuck, I forget what Google. Hubble. Is. Hubble. We called it here. Hubble. Hubble. <sighs> Trademark. Hubble, Hubble. Okay. <laughs> All right. You ready? Oh boy, am I! Bring it! <laughs> All right, Dermoff, the first one, uh, has been on the cancel since your grandmother was Madeline. Backed her on almost every move. When your grandmother was pronounced dead, 
he fought very hard to get his wife a seat on the council, uh, offering to even give up his own. His biggest blunder, and I'm putting like some blunders and stuff in here because like it's good blackmail if you ever need it, and it's I think it's something Zaha would look for. Sure. But his biggest blunder uh, that you can find is a small news story of him getting super drunk one night on Absalom Station and swearing that the Kasatha belonged on something better than a hunk of metal. Yep. I assume yep. that's Fair the cranky enough. old man. It is. Yeah. I liked him. <laughs> uh, Sankia, or Sankia Kulin. So there is very little information on her that doesn't revolve around her being just an amazing businesswoman. She seems to have started, stopped, and started a new 10 plus, 20 plus businesses throughout all of the pact. Uh, the logs say more than a couple of times, quote, just for the fun of it. And it seems she rarely leaves the Adari. Okay. Um, is there a, like, time period in which all of this information shows up that, like, she doesn't really exist beforehand? Like, it could it be feasibly something that somebody could like flood the market with like to to fake a person you know what i mean uh yeah i'll say i'll say you can definitely you think that's an option you don't think it's the most likely option like everything tracks perfectly it's not like it's on one wikipedia page it's in this news article plus this place plus on a leavara website like like it, it all it all tracks and backtracks to each other okay and then you said that they don't leave the Adari? Rare, rarely leave the Adari, yeah. Do uh, people visit her a lot? Uh, based on what you've seen, yeah, but uh, that's usually, if not always, under the guise of her businesses. Okay. Uh, Niel, which is your mom, rode the coattails of your grandmother, coming up into the Madaloon spot, and now her house is one of the grandest on the Adari. Has been seen like in the in the years of your childhood, you'd probably even know this and without, you probably know some of this prior to your research, but has been seen making frequent trips to many surrounding pr- planets, including Akiton, Eox, Absalom Station, and Leobar. Her biggest blunder okay. is giving away the family's fortune in $500 increments to anyone who <laughs> speaks to her. <laughs> I thought Fair. it was say hot, but... You act, you act if it's that's more than a penny. <laughs> no, that's the point. <laughs> He's just giving her kid a shiny coin every now and then. She gives it to everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. You got that one? Uh, best I can. I hope I can get some notes later, but yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to write all this down. I can give it all to you. Uh, if you have any questions based on them, feel free to ask now, and I'll answer them to the best of my ability. Um, can I see if perhaps... Um, Around the time that I let her know that I knew about the Starfinder connection. Yep. If there was a rather immediate trip afterwards or near that time period. Uh, there was. To Absalom okay. Station. Great. Not sus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you because you're Zeha, do with that, do with that what you will. Uh, it, you know it could have been anywhere from her damage controlling because like... Okay. Like, if you say something like that, like, she need, she wants to go check it out anyway. Especially having come up, like, in the seat of the Madaloon, et cetera, et cetera. Like, even if she wasn't part of it, or she could be a spy. Like, um, both of um, those make perfect sense. Has she ever mentioned to me what her business trips are about when I was around? Uh, she kind of waves her hand at it and says romps and tin stuff. Which, I mean, you know that means diplomatic things ranging from A to Z. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, Taya joined the council very recently and has almost no past on her in any database that you could find. Seems she was raised on the Adari and can speak to a lot of events that have specifically happened like as in like she's she's spoken to a lot of these events whether that's on the council or like in like recent interviews blah 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 uh but her it seems the story is her parents left her on the adari as a young kid and attempted to go to akiton in a small raiding group and you know that while not super normal is like unfortunately normal for kasata that decided to make that decision okay okay uh, and then as a as a young person, she is constantly on and off the ship. Any hint as to what she does? I mean, everything from heading to Absalom to visiting this bar to trying to make a business decision here. Like, she wide range of everything, basically. Pro- probably okay. the largest range of any, like, council member. Because she's still, she's still young. She's, like, maybe five years your senior. Right, right. And... Was I aware of her in the Ramsam 10 when I was growing up? Like, no. as someone who's, like, she wasn't in classes and things like that? Like, she no. wasn't... Which isn't... It's not super rare for, like, that. Because, like, classes and stuff are, like, for prospective model loons. Uh, like, while some Ramsam 10 do get picked from the prospective model loon that don't make it. Like, you know, like, your, your rival, if you got model loon, might become part of the Ramsam 10 or something. Like, eventually. Sure. Uh, sure, sure, sure. But... There's definitely people who don't go through classes. Like you, you know that the man on the council, the man on the Rumson Ten right now, uh, has General. never been through any of those classes. Right. Okay. Uh, and there's nothing, any blunders, any like, just can I think of why her her resume, so to speak, is so blank? Uh, yeah. You you try to think on it, and everything that keeps coming back to it is that she just she kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, like like I said, her parents kind of left her on the Adari as a kid, so she's an orphan. Uh, for the most part, you can guess is if she's on the Romsen 10, then she had a backer, for sure. Whether that and, and, whether that was like Derma or your grandmother or your mom or like anyone on the council probably backed her and spoke very highly. Yeah. Okay. So somebody knew her. Somebody like voted her on, so to speak. Basically, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Namta. Uh, Nam's major bit of information that doesn't revolve around the Adari is that she once had a seat on the council, uh, even with the even when the Madaloon had a chair. Uh, it was a short interim in which the captain chair could not be held by Ima, who is the captain, uh, and entrusted it to Namta. So like that. She was potentially part of like a different group on the Adari. Basically. Was it like the engineers or was it which, do you know which group or does it say which group? Uh, it was the engineers, yeah. Okay. But you, you know, like the captain's like a engineer or like a mechanic, basically. So. She's the, she's Dermoff's wife, right? Yes. And Dermoff pushed for her to be on the council. On, yep. on the Ramsam 10 council, rather. Yep. Interesting. Okay. All right. Hope that at least spurs some stuff. Slightly helpful. It does. It does. Um... All right, so so after sort of like, is this going through just that first week? Yeah. Okay. Um, then, between going to classes and doing my research, um, after which, I send out three invitations. Okay. I will. I'll let you know which, and I'll pick. All right. That sounds good, Doctor Lynn. Your first week, real quick. What do you do? You get everything set up. Where do you go? Et cetera, et cetera. 
Mm, you mm. making drugs? You saying screw it and you just leave on the ship and take Grace? Yeah, and I uh, I destroy Grace and end the campaign. Good game, everyone. <laughs> Woo! Thank uh, God. You act as if I don't have that plan. <laughs> Dang, you know me too well. Um, I. Alright, so just one more question before I can finally make my decision where to set this up. One more question. For sure, for sure. On a scale of like one to ten, how sketchy is the sketchy place? (laughs) I knew that Uh, was the question. Like, one being sketchy, let's see, one being sketchy, three being where Crick works, Okay. and ten being like Arvin's office. Okay. It's like a, it's like a two. A two? Okay. Okay, so I think I'll pick there just because I feel nothing good will happen from <laughs> willingly putting myself around positions of authority. Uh, okay. So you said that's like $600, 600 credits to start up? Uh, 800. 800? Okay. Yep. I said it, I said it was 800. The Wait, other one was I think you said it was more like 120, but okay. <laughs> no. It's, it's 800 not for just that place. It's like that place's lease plus every other thing that you're buying including oh, okay. people and the drugs i'm buying like, people that's your, wow, that's your you startup cost you need quick. a little people to be able to produce <laughs> stuff yeah, you, i you thought i was just like hiring them waffles well that's yeah hold saying. on you're not buying people <laughs> yeah. you're hiring that is not what you said out of here you, you can't take it back waffles what have i done that's <sighs> now an excuse. skittermanders aren't people no i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, oh my god wow. just kidding just kidding all right well, that my backup character jeez <laughs> Uh, Yo, I yeah. love the Skittermanders lore. <laughs> yeah. They're sick. They have six you, arms. You hire, you hire like three people. One thing One thing I want to do, I also want to hire... Um, wait, can I hire more than three people? Do you want to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I gave you a price list, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, are you trying to make money off this? Yeah, I'm trying to make money. And I want to sell it to, like, other mercenary companies. You understand that's going to be sketchy and have your chance, like, have a chance of more eyes to be on you and stuff, but... You definitely can, and you can hire more than three people. Fund the campaign. I think we need to make these sacrifices to to help ensure our mission goes off without a hitch. There's greater things at stake here, Waffles. Okay. Uh, I think you would, you would. By the way, just Doctor Lin, like I think you would feel that distinct. Like at first, Zeha was there with you, like kind of like communicating like trying to say like okay like this is my help for you um let me know what you need like i can't be too involved but you know still there and then like i think if i recall from last session like you made some kind of pointed comment that like she was basically like ditching you and you saw definitely a a change in her and then like she was a little less communicative the next day and a little less and like she checks in via text, but it is far more AWOL than you might have expected at first. Okay, yeah, Len doesn't really seem to notice that much. Sure. And I think I think it just points to the fact that I, I'm not there to, like, convince Dr. Len to not do this. <laughs> <laughs> For All sure. All the dirty money just rolls in and has no way to Yeah. All right. Uh, if you... So if you put in a thousand credits up front instead of 800 you and you like you're going all out you can make 500 credits the first month like make like a profit sorry okay uh wait did so you you'd, make, you'd make 1500 total basically how much more did you say i'd be spending 
Uh, two hundred more okay. than you've already spent. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, don't don't add that thousand, or don't add that fifteen hundred back yet. Obviously, that's the first month, and we're only going through a week here. Uh, what I will tell you is, it is again, you're going to be rolling multiple times for like eyes being on you and stuff. Okay. Uh, fate has sided with me, so I'm not too worried. Um, okay, cool. Also, I want to see if Crick will work for me. <laughs> I was hoping you would do that. Oh my god! <laughs> if if you're paying him, Crick would absolutely work for you. Yeah, okay. I, Crick's like the first person that goes to. <laughs> yeah, Crick's I've like, heard, I, I've heard you I got do a bunch of friends. <laughs> yep, I got a bunch of friends. You're paying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, and then, like, Len will just explain everything in, like, excruciating detail. He's very, like, meticulous about doing this and, like, gets on like is very specific about like lab standards even in this sketchy place at least as much as he can sure like he's acting like this is like something important (laughs) and and crick like legit listens to all like the lab standards and stuff and seems like speaks back to you in language that seems to note that crick understands them and then like the next day crick's in there no gloves no goggles (laughs) just just working away just in boxers with meth cooking yeah, um, uh, but but yeah. every every everything you check out, like like you like, there's no spills. It's not like Crick's wasting anything. Doing good work, very poorly. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, and every <laughs> time Len will like get on him, like probably increasingly like aggressively. <laughs> yep, and every time Crick like Crick seems to be Crick replies as the best worker you could ever want. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get the gloves on. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, puts goggles on in front of you. You walk out of the room, takes them off. Len will hire someone to stand guard <laughs> in the building. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to make sure lab standards are met. <laughs> For sure. Six manager. Six hundred credits go is just one person, like a panopticon, just to stand there. <laughs> like and assault rifle pointed at Crick. <laughs> Put your gloves God. on. <laughs> All right. You you get an android that just like pretends to be watching and is just like offline all day. You just put it up in the corner. <laughs> Crick just flipped the switch. I love it. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, let's do let's do Tetsu. Oh yeah. Are you sure you don't want to wait till the end? Because yeah. uh, he's kind of out of the sesh after this. That's well, let's, definitely let's just, possible. Uh, let Dr. Len, you want to talk for just like a little bit longer? You want let's uh, yeah. so I'll stop by uh, the I'm making drugs. Uh, no, okay, I'm making uh, drugs. Yeah, I'm making mouth. drugs. <laughs> I'm cooking the good like shit. <laughs> Zad just turns on her heel and walks back the other way. Never mind. You get one with Crick, we have to cook. Like <laughs> He's your Jesse. I can't find what I'm looking for anymore. It feels bad. Were you playing like voices? I heard early? Voices. Like a second ago, there we go, yeah. Oh, I'm trying. I I give up. Aww. Oh, I found it. Let's go. Huh? Huh? Last minute say. All right. Do me a favor, Tetsu. Actually, I'm going to pull you on this map so everyone can comment on it while I'm trying to find the correct music. Oh, it's so terrible. Wait, it hasn't loaded yet, but. I don't, I don't say anything. Oh, oh easy. Easy. We got this. Here, let me... We got this. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a problem. One, two, three, four. Oh, actual turn. Hey, you uh, added an extra turn. Is that pretty sure you said is that a tank? Did I? <laughs> yeah, you know. I think you saw. saw. Well. No, this is um. That's not, a They're not actually <laughs> turrets. They're just a bunch of little middle fingers. Back to Dura looks really goofy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, can you make him big? Can you make him big? 
Look, this isn't Dr. Duro, but this is an old man talking from Starfinder, so get out and get off me. <laughs> oh yeah. That looks like a magus. That looks like a, a Zelanti magus. I, I'm, yeah, I was about to say I'm pretty sure it's like a just, I'm pretty sure it's like a, a wizard chart. or something, honestly. <laughs> oh god, so now we have to listen to this alarm go. The alarm's yeah, it's I, got a couple of seconds before it goes off, you know? I have just Started to pull no, back. No, it sounds the... like it's going off right now. No, I, I, I don't, yeah. it's like right they went now. preemptively. You know, they jumped the gun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just punched. No, the no, gun. no. I rolled yeah, initiative, initiative, so that or I went to roll uh -huh. initiative so that I could punch the gun. Uh -huh. I haven't done it yet. That's uh -huh. true. That's yeah, true. I have okay. not acted. So roll initiative. All right. Well, okay. Are you sure? I can't do use my token. Uh, I have to drag it on myself. Then, yeah. Yeah, drag your own token. Now. Yeah, do better. I <laughs> He did it. Oh, uh, let me put my health back. I was trying to full. set you up for success. Get out of here. Because uh, I'm not at 13. Wait, I had time in that travel to fully heal, right? Get my max HP back. Uh, do you have any healing capabilities? No, 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 no. Well, it, I spent like two weeks in this. I, I understand your question. Right. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think with two weeks, you would have probably got there. Yeah. I think it's like your level times your con mod or something like that. Well, plus I had to. Even if it's your level, even if it's your level plus your con mod, I, it, I think it works. Nat twenty initiative. All right, I could at least punch him, maybe <laughs> twice. Do I get a surprise round? It's moat. It's moat tipple. Nat freaking twenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see this <laughs> little moat guy on the on the map. It's weird that he's running the prison uh, turrets, but. It's down at the bottom. Uh, other, you, uh, must have been my imagination. Definitely not, Mo. Don't must worry about been. it. Must have Don't been. betray me. Absolutely no. wasn't there. There's no video evidence whatsoever. None. Don't you None. dare betray me. <laughs> but still, come on. We have to. We got the Nat 20 initiative is underappreciated. I, if you ask I me. think Nat fucking 20. I I'm glad that he rolled a Nat 20. It's very helpful yeah, because. No, no I know. Well, like, why now? I I know. I was thinking. You know, that'd be great for my first attack to be like a Nat 20. Yeah. Too bad. But, Too bad you yeah. wasted it. Yeah. And so and actually, um, uh, Keone definitely messaged me and said he accidentally gave you that extra chicky nuggy and he meant to give it to me. Yeah, so you don't actually I have, have that. I ate it and I told him so. Okay. So it's it's <sighs> in right. my bloodstream ready to be used. Stop stalling, Tetsu. What do you do? Uh, so do I Should get I a surprise paddle? round? I mean, no, te technically, you're in a surprise round right okay. now if you if you act because you just called to roll initiative. I honored that as a GM, yeah. but like you could just walk past this dude and walk out of the space sure, station if sure, you want. Sure. I I have the, the alarms aren't blaring yet; no, they're no. there because it's very hard for me to put music I'm, on there. And I figure you're gonna punch somebody. I'm because he's GMing and DJing at the same Why time. Respect it, okay? <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Tetsu is going to enact violence, uh, but I figured. So what I want to do is I intend to punch him and then Gage, I don't know if, do I have like a full act round, like move and action and all that stuff? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think there's surprise rounds in Starfinder, to be honest. No, there are. Uh, there's a whole feat for being ambushed. Uh, I should pull up Let's Nethys. look up some rules real quick. Nethys! Surprise. When a combat starts, if a character is not aware of her opponent, she is surprised. The GM determines whether each character is aware, blah, blah, blah. Surprise combatants. During combat, combatants who are surprised at the start of the battle have the flat-footed condition. Okay, that helps. So they will act this round. You, 
basically there's no surprise round. Sure. They are surprised. They're flat-footed. They're flat-footed, which means they can't take uh, they can't take reactions. And their AC is reduced. Their AC is reduced. This person probably has a gun out, but like no melee or anything. So uh, sure. that's your call. But you, there will be no. You won't get a full round and then get to act again like it's D and D five years. That would have been nice. That would have been real helpful. All right. Uh, Tetsu <laughs> is going to then uh, use this moment. I'm going to expend my uh, one entropy point that I start battle with immediately as my move action and punch this guy full in the face. Um, as, okay. as he's like brushing past me, I'm just casually walking past and then he gets clocked in the side of the head by like a disintegrating punch. Not Doesn't. bad. Not bad. Yes, I think so. Uh, it's been a while since I played Tetsu. Uh, 21 to hit. Which one? Uh, EAC? Yeah, EAC. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Fucking better be home dead. Oh, uh, that's a big miss. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a yeah. little bad. Uh, uh, I missed right. my 10. 2d6. 11. Okay, okay. Plus okay. uh, D4, 2, 13 plus 10, 23 points of damage that I'm going to half and half acid and bludgeoning as like parts of the side of his head like just disintegrate from the punch. But I'm going to do that to like drive him into the wall and pin him there for a moment and just say, I really would like to get out of this without killing. And uh, kind of like giving him the look of cooperate or this continues disintegrates half of your face. I really don't want to hurt you right now. <laughs> I didn't say hurt. I said kill. <laughs> I was very clear with the words. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, he did say kill. You watch his eyes kind of like pinned up against the wall. He's like starting to reach down for his gun, stops for a second. You watch his eyes flit over to the both of the turrets uh, and you see one of them beginning to turn to you. Perfect. Excited. Uh, but Right now, he's like being pinned to the wall. I mean, he's not like actively drawing his weapon or anything. Then my turn. Yeah, I mean, you can move and stuff if you would like, but yeah. Uh, I'm I'm also gonna let Doctor Duro act on your turn. Okay. Uh, Tetsu's arm kind of starts flickering and then glows as his shield pops up, and he's going to like grab onto the the scruff of this guy's like shirt and say, Doctor Duro, grab his gun. We are leaving, please. Okay. Uh, yeah, you watch Dr. Duro come up here, attempt to grab the gun, and the trooper resists. Can I punch him? Uh, I think you've done your turn. Uh, uh, yeah, the trooper successfully resists. So it does not give his gun to Dr. Duro. Try asking nicely. I, I did. You see one of the turrets, uh, this one appear to the north, turning towards you. All right. Uh... Tetsu is going to kind of use... He's going to shift so that uh, he's got a shield in front of him and this guy, like he's got him in his arm, body blocking the turret to Dr. Duro. And is like attempting to walk, like if you put the guy on the right side, basically he's trying to walk like down the, the hallway uh, with him and this guy blocking the way for Dr. Duro to follow as he's just intending to walk, force march this guy out and says uh, to him, and he's going to just say to the guard, uh, drop your gun, and you are going to let us out, and I will let you go. 
he very slowly just like nods to you and his eyes keep flitting to the turret. He does not drop his gun. Okay, then yeah. Yep. Uh, it's his turn. Uh, for flavor's sake, I let you move him as a body shield for now, even though he's not grappled. Uh, I'm also going to say, I know there's no surprise rounds, but I'm also going to say, like, with the fact that he has a gun out, he's not going to attempt to draw a melee weapon being surrounded like this and being held as a shield, that he is just going to skip his turn. Okay. Uh, when we get back to the top of the initiative order, the turret fires at you. Super. I needed the recharge anyway. <laughs> Does a 31 hit. Uh, yeah. You dead. You dead. Those turrets are pretty good. Gladys is not At least you've only got like four more to <laughs> yeah. go through. Kind of sad it's not Dewey. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Uh, you take. You're going to say a stupid number. Uh, I rolled one. really bad. I, 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 was, I was like trying to compute in my brain how a turret could only do that amount of damage. I, you take. Three? 11 <laughs> fire damage. Okay. Ooh. Easy. Easy, Actually, that's not bad. that bad. No. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. That's an entropic point from. Uh, wait, so is this shooting like lasers at him or? Yeah, it's shooting lasers currently. The laser finally he hit him! Turret. He wants the turret behind you begin to turn your way, but it does not fire. Your turn. Uh, and, and you said I'm walking this guy? Like, okay. So I'm going to move up. Uh, yeah. I'm going to move up him uh, and just kind of walking down the way. Hmm? Oh. I didn't say uh, and as I'm doing this, I release, uh, I'm going to release a smoke grenade onto the ground. Okay. And I'm going to like kind of. Are these these smoke grenades from that dude? Uh, no, these are the ones I bought prior. How big is the radius? Uh, I guess it doesn't matter because it's a freaking hallway, but. Yeah, I'll double check, but basically I'm tossing a little ahead. So I'm like on the back edge. For sure. And I have a feat from my last level up, since we didn't talk about Tetsu's level up, where he has blind sense now. So smoke is my favorite terrain. Oh. You're only just now getting blind sense? Cool. Get out of here. <laughs> we killed all the jellyfish. Nor would Gosh, we want to be. <laughs> What's the radius, Tetsu? Oh, uh, sorry, I got distracted by idiots. Uh, Stop stalling your death. 20 foot. Only 20 foot? Wow! 20 foot radius? Well, it says smoke cloud one minute 20 foot. I copy and pasted. So maybe it's a 20 foot. It might be a 20 foot cube. A 20 foot diameter. Barso's uh, pointing and laughing at you, Carrick. How does this make you feel? Uh, Usually enraged. (laughs) All right. You said you threw it a little in front of you? Yeah, I want to be on like the back end of the bubble. Like that? Yeah. Uh, I want to be in it. Yeah, there you go. Like that? Perfect. Okay. Smoke begins to fill the hallways. Tetsu throws a little grenade on the ground and moves up. And is that the end of your turn? Yes, sir. Because move All action. Right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you hear a an electronic door open from behind you. Uh, not this one, because this one was already left open. Uh, oh, like further. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't like but that. But that's all you hear there. It's this trooper that you currently have with you. I'm still going to say he's not trying to do anything currently because of the situation that you have him in. Uh, however, the turret does... This turret turns at like towards down the hall mm-hmm. and the turret from behind you fires. Okay. At me? 
Uh, that's a good question because Dr. Duro's behind you. Let's roll a 1d2 real quick. One, Tetsu. Two, Dr. Duro. One, Tetsu. Okay. I was going to say you should flip our physical uh, waffle. Now I have, a, I, should have. I have a concealment <laughs> from the smoke, which you always pass. Okay. But... That's true. What is that? As a 1d20? Uh, 1d20. I gotta look. Um, yeah, I gotta double check what it does. Oh my gosh. Listen. Know your shit. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know. Oh, it it sounds like a 20% mischief. Yeah, probably. Do that. I'm looking it up. I'm gonna look it up because I don't want to kill you from a fake... Grenade. Con- ah. Concealment. Concealment is 20%. Okay. Alright, so if I roll higher than a 4. Super. Seven. Always. All right. Without fail. Always. I mean, 20% is pretty low. Does a 22 hit you? Yes. Even with All right. Shoot. Ouch. You take 18 points of fire damage. Easy, easy. No problem. All right, all right. It is now your turn again. All right. As as I'm like kind of frog marching him down, uh, taking this damage without incident, no problem. Uh, Tetsu is going to say over his earpiece that he had with uh, Tibble, like to his comm unit, basically, and he's just going to say to Tibble and say, "Tibble, I need you to start doing things to help me get out of here. The security is going to be shutting down everything soon." Uh, as I continue walking this guy, like through the cloud and basically uh, uh, down this way and just continuing down the hall uh, trying to get us steadily out of here. <laughs> you hear back in your comm unit from Tibble. Yep, figured. Heard a shot. Guy's coming your way. I'm trying. Uh, I'm also heading to the door. Y- yes, and lock the ones behind me. Now, if I can. He doesn't know what Tibble can do. <laughs> <laughs> Tibble doesn't know what Tibble can do with with basically a Nintendo Switch currently. It's a very advanced Nintendo Switch. Okay. Uh, Tetsu thinks he's moat. Cute. (laughs) It would be very helpful if he were moat right now. Alright, this trooper continues to not do anything currently. Make me a perception check. Alright. I'm not bad at those. That's not a good roll though, so 15. Alright, you see this turret in front of you begin turning your way? Great, great. Love it. Uh, I'm going to give you total concealment because of the smoke, like, all the way. Basically, the smoke's fully covering you. It's not like you're on the edge of the smoke or anything. And this thing has to fire through a full smoke grenade to find you. Uh, I am still going to roll one, two. Okay. Well. That's not how you do it. That was almost it. Oh, easy. As that happens, uh, Dr. Duro is suddenly behind a shield that throws out in front of him to give him plus two to AC. Okay. Uh, I beat the concealment with a 15. That increases his AC from 10 to 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other benefits to this. Okay. Uh, Same roll as your first one, so a 31. Okay. It's gonna hit Dr. Duro. It also partially hits me as I shift to take uh, some of that damage, and I take half. Okay. I roll pretty poorly again. You take six damage as Dr. Duro takes six damage. Dr. Duro is looking not great. Just activate your nanites, Dr. Duro. Come on, Dr. Duro. <laughs> Use your entropy you points. Know the, the best outcome of this, though, is that in the end, Tetsu doesn't die. Just kill his dad. <laughs> just gets Dr. That's, Duro killed. There is a slightly better version of how this ends. 
<laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take a sip of my whiskey here for when I kill Tetsu. Tetsu, your turn. I'm basically out, guys. We're fine. You're almost out of there. Yep, out of that one hallway. Uh, Tetsu is going to continue move. 10, 20, 30, uh, and is dropping another smoke grenade again uh, ahead of him. Uh, just wasting yeah. smoke grenades left and right. Yeah, just ahead, same kind of right in front, so I'm half in it right now. So I'm down to one smoke grenade left. Uh, but as he's doing that, uh, he is just going to ask, uh, no, he's gonna leave that alone for now, just kind of wait to see what Tibble can do, if anything. All right, we're gonna go through, let's call it two more rounds here. Oh, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, this one, turret that is now fully enveloped in smoke fires towards you. Great. Towards Dr. Duro. Okay, again, another bodyguard block. And does he get like a bonus because I'm using this other guy as a shield too? Like yeah, on he's this had a lot side? of a bonus. Okay. He just doesn't have a super high AC. Just check. Yeah, he's got like he's got like a plus six bonus currently. But, you know. He's just an old man. He's just an old man that doesn't know how to even like correctly position his entire body behind people. Listen, he was gonna die in here anyway. All right. Uh, Whatever you have to tell yourself. Quick, Tetsu. quick question from I mean, one of my players. So if any of the fans are wondering it too, uh, the turret is inexplicably not shooting at the guards, as it as if they have something that keeps the turret from shooting them. I bet it's the gun. <laughs> It's probably it's definitely the gun. Yeah, they probably have an implant in their skin or something. All right, I beat total concealment again. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> Take how, off their skin. <laughs> how have you never failed to not beat concealment? He he's done it. Once. I think the, I think the better question. Does a nat twenty hit? Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it hits Doctor Duro. Yeah, I mean, I think it would hit Tetsu too. All right, uh, you want to pull me a crit card, sir? Oh no! <laughs> really? Like that wasn't a joke? That was like oh. Real... Of course it wasn't a joke, but oh no! No, it was, yeah, it's a real nat twenty. I'll screenshot it for you if you want. No, I no, that's fine. <laughs> it is right here. Good news is you aren't gonna have to protect Duro anymore. Uh, no, but I'm gonna have to blow up the whole prison now. I'm just rage. Monk Butu's back. Feels bad. Welcome back, Monk Butu. <laughs> Um, tell me, what kind of attack is this? Energy. Fire. Can I take the crit effect? No, shit, the ability says, fuck, I just take half the damage. Give, give me that, like, extreme, give me that extreme being fire. Please don't. She looked one up. Extreme bludgeoning. So, no. The turret drops off the ceiling and falls on you. Um, it starts chasing you down. So, energy or kinetic? Sorry. Energy. Inspiring shot. That doesn't sound good for a turret. Bonus effect, so it's double damage like usual. One ally within 30 feet ends a condition it is suffering from. Yeah. yeah Grapple right, condition. Grab Listen, I need all the breaks I can get. <laughs> I could just pull a Wait, different one. You want me to pull a different no, one? Waffles. No, waffles. No. Waffles. It, I'll just pull it doesn't one. say... <laughs> Like, can choose to end a condition on it, so it loses the grappled condition and slips out of his grasp. No questions asked. <laughs> I, I mean, it is an inspiring shot. Like, it gets, you, like, maybe, like, Tetsu gets so 
damage that the guard's like, aha, now is my time. Aha, I'm out. <laughs> Just to finish it all by killing this old man. And <laughs> I, isn't grapple a condition? I think it's a condition. It is a condition. All right, this is what happens. Because I just rolled the damage. You said you took half of it? Yes. All right. Uh, not that you can see this turret, because it's in smoke. You watch it lining up a shot, though. And you see this blue pulse instead of this red laser come out of it. And both of you, both you and Dr. Duro, take 15 non-lethal electricity damage. Oh, oh electricity, you bastard. Oh, no. His weakness. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. It was... Okay, never mind. Is that the lasers to stun? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a, like, 22 fortitude save. That, yeah, that's plenty, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and is it magical or non-magical? Uh, uh, magical. Magical. Uh, okay, so 17 points of damage to me. Is Dr. Duro still up? Still fit. No, Dr. Duro falls unconscious. Uh, you can tell that this was a non-lethal shot. This was like a stun pulse, basically. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Great. Love it. Reason number 321 that we did not give Tetsu the ship. <laughs> Tetsu didn't ask for the ship. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You hear over your comm units. Uh, I, got the, I got the lasers to the next room. There's someone waiting on you on the other side of the door. <laughs> boss chamber, boss chamber, boss chamber. Feeling Dr. Duro fall, fall a bit and start slumping against the corridor, he's going to go. Can you use the lasers to help me clear the way? Yeah. All right. And he's he's going to... Uh, he's just going to sock this dude in the head uh, to knock him out. Okay. Because I can't keep dragging right. him. I agree. And smoke's going to maybe conceal me once. That is a cheeky nuggy, because I'm not rolling a nat one. Oh, I would love a nat, nat one, nat one, nat one. No. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. 20. I'd love for you just to like kick Dr. Duro wise down. 21 <laughs> against this dude. Uh, does hit. Uh, 11 points of damage. All right. He is starting to look hurt. Starting to look hurt? Uh, we'll call him bloody. Rude. Okay. I'm bloody, but. Uh, then with my move action, I'm going to use my. Uh, Shield to align towards the turrets. What I what did I used to say? He's half bloody or whatever. That, like the positive version of bloody. I remember <laughs> I used to have a word for it. He's half hurt. He's half. Bloody. Yeah, there you go. He, he's he, he's half good or something. He's like half not oh, bloody. Yeah. Or he's like there half you. rough. I don't know. He's half bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's half bad. He's half rough. All right. Uh, okay, you got to shield out. We got one more round to get through. You hear lasers going off in the other room. You see, you hear this laser also positioning to, like, repositioning uh, to shoot you, but does not fire. Last round for Tetsu, until he does. Okay, okay, love it. Um, then Tetsu is going to finish off this one guy in front of him. And this time I'm going to spend a move action to... Stop it. I'm going to use a move action to spend one of my entropy points of the two I have. Alright. Uh, 20 to hit. That does hit. Lower. I thought for a split second you, like the intonation, I was like, that doesn't hit. That, like, that would have been real not cool. Uh, 20 points of damage. He is on his last legs. God damn. Alright. He is still up. Uh, then that is all I got. 
Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. You have Dr. Duro, like, in your hands? Are you leaving him on the ground? What? Uh, I'm just... He's sitting right next to me. I'm gonna drag him once I finish beating this guy to pulp. Alright. You watch this dude I have a shield. Uh, pull out a, a nightstick and swing at you. Okay. Does something like that incur attacks of opportunity? No. No. If he fired his rifle, it would. Mm. I would just try, like, pulling out a weapon. Does a 29 hit you? What are these guys? I haven't rolled under a fifth. I haven't rolled under a fifteen. Could you? Uh, yeah, it hits. Of course it does. Uh, you take eleven bludgeoning damage. All right. I needed that entropy point back anyway. I'm still in my stamina. No problem. There you go. Op. All right. That was the end of Tetsu's current round, where we have to unfortunately leave him here. Oh. Feels bad, Tetsu. Uh, what we through. will do is get Ooh, good timing on the music. Zoom in to Eisen and Mo. What are y'all doing? We we're gonna say that y'all are outside enough of Shimmeransar, this very dark, almost voided out planet from far away, except literally every other second you see a bright pulse of red or a bright pulse of blue showing the different storms in the different areas. What's the plan? And so you're just going to walk through that no problem, right? And fall through mm-hmm. it first and, and avoid all the air elementals that are flying around that could possibly try to eat me in the process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just more stuff mm-hmm. to go perfectly correctly. I mean, I just hope this drop pod works well, but... I think so. Uh... I'd, is there, like, are they watching the space, near space around the planet? Like, do we have a spot where we might be able to drop you off without them noticing? Or are they going to, are they going to see I doubt that they'll us, see if the one person drops. Like, if, if we were to drop a whole bunch of equipment, they'd probably notice. But one person going, well, everything else is going on. I doubt that they'll notice, especially if I hit the, the atmosphere fast enough. It shouldn't be a problem. Okay. Um, Did you well, get the Roker uh, weather report? Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure how to interpret it, so if you want to break a little bit of the other stuff down to me, yeah. that'd be great. So I, I would have, especially once we got there, uh, gotten the local, like there are two cha- major channels on Shimrinsara t- television. It's the weather, and it's the battle TV. <laughs> Those are like the two. For sure. Uh, and so for, without question, as soon as we got there, I would have A, checked what the weather was to see what storm was near the city that we need to be in. And yep. B, whether there's any sort of event that would make it easier for Moat to get in. Like, if there's a battle parade this week, that'd be ideal. Sure. Uh, there, mm-hmm. Oddly enough, there are next to zero events, which, like, there's almost always an event on Shimansar. So that strikes you a little as odd, just, like, looking at the channels. It seems like there's nothing covered, really, except for it looks, it looks like, tra- like some military drills are going on, uh, which you know from your time in the military is... 50 50 a cover for something else or actually military drills but they usually don't like show those on tv mm-hmm. uh two the weather seems to be inexplicably bad there are kind of storms just literally everywhere uh usually more more so than usual oh, oh um, good and, instability and it, it seems most of them are either lightning or firestorms of course no ice storms um okay hmm. in that case i we'd have to aim for one of the lightning storms uh, 
And I imagine we've printed out like a yeah. topographical map or what we can find of a topographical map of the planet yeah. uh, so that I can like show him different spots where we can go. Um, For sure. I think uh, yeah, we... I mean, the the best spot looking to aim that you're not like dropping directly on top of the city is probably about a mile out into like this this little valley to like double mountain coverage on each side. Uh, but it is like almost directly in the middle of a lightning storm and directly in the middle i don't mean like there's a there's an eye to the storm or anything right. like mm -hmm. yeah like like that's not how these storms work it is just <laughs> electricity in the air bolting everywhere yep uh okay uh in that case that makes the most sense uh i will have pointed out that valley that that's the best drop point uh if that's like the closest uh before i drop i'm going to take the um the diagnostic lozenge so that he he can leave the city theoretically and find me or I can get close to the edge and he should be able to uh, sync up with me that way. Okay. Is there a range on it? Yeah. We, uh, we synchronize. Okay. Uh, it's one mile and we're going to sync the signal up so that Wasp has uh, basically is the beacon for connecting with it. So um, basically I can be like a mile and a half away from him sure. if I need to be. Um, obviously I don't yeah. want Wasp super in the storm, but... Um, Wasp will be basically spending full time just uh, off the top of, off that. the top of anyone's head on um, this call. Uh, what? How wide is like New York City? Big, very couple miles, very like wide. five miles, like it's, ten miles. It depends where, but yeah, it's like 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 down like downtown. Five. Oh, um, like two. Yeah, if downtown. Yeah, about two point three miles wide. If I had to hazard a guess, here. get out here. Okay, uh, we'll we'll say <laughs> that the current. The current city you're going to is two and a half miles away. Mm -hmm. That's So you can't be, you probably can't be, you could be directly in the center and if he's on the edge, but if you're on the other side and trying to contact him from the other edge, it wouldn't work kind of thing. Right. Uh. Okay. Uh, so we uh, get the Aztec suit fitted for Aizen. I will be installing the uh, drop pod uh, into two of the slots. And then uh, I think it might be beneficial for you to have the camouflage um, since you're going to be, you know, getting out there and it would help you not be seen by any potential roaming people who might see some random dude out in the middle of the storm. So if you want to, I can install that as another uh, armor upgrade and then we can, I don't know, smuggle it in easier. Uh, I don't really need it if I'm just going to be officially going into the yeah, city and then it should be just fine. renting a vehicle. Uh, I will have pointed out that it is seemingly strange, both the weather and the military drills. So, like, be prepared for people to be slightly on edge. Um, okay. Uh, with that, I think we have just about everything ready to go. Moat is going to be just getting in some, uh, basically some civvies with the uh, industrial coveralls underneath and... Uh, Mode is going to take a little bit of a time, would have taken a little time while they were in the drift to kind of add just superficial things to uh, their mask to make sure that it looks a bit different from normal. Like maybe covers more of the face and all the way around the back of the head and feels more like a helmet as opposed to just glued a, some a rocks face to it. mask. So that <laughs> something like that. Just takes just random pebbles and like sticks them on. Uh, you, have, uh, you have rock eyes. So it's, it's like, it's like pet rocks his eyes. Yeah. It's like Google Eyes. I'm a shimmerine. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I would also have just yeah. run him through the basics of like sh 
popular stuff in Shimansara so that he can like speak about the battle parades or anything like that of like pretending to be a tourist. Uh, for sure. And, I'll, I'll say that all that'll give him about like a plus two on diplomacy checks or deception checks. Mm -hmm. And during that time, uh, yeah. I would have also uh, designated him as my ward so that during this entire process, I can freely help him once we meet up again. Okay. Sounds good to me. And with that, we will move closer to planet and find a suitable spot. And uh, I'm just going <laughs> to rock out of the right. airlock. You guys move up. What, what's up, Ivan? Oh, I, I was just going to say, I've made slight modifications to the jump pod in that it has like a snowboard attachment so that I can like weave in the air as like if something were like a giant ice or like lightning thing, I can weave a little bit more easily. Did you write a will? Sure, wow. Sure. Wow. Right, baby. <laughs> Silver surface. Yeah. It's got to be 90s. This is the most 90s scene we've yeah. ever done, and I, I got to yeah. go yeah. all the way. <laughs> all right. You move up, getting ready to drop eyes and out. You see Moat's finger like slowly ants towards the button, and that's where we'll take a break. I, I knew yeah. it. I knew it. I knew yeah, it. I Easy. Yeah. 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 Got it. Boo waffles. <laughs>